The Story of Brother Paul by George Murray, read for LibriVox.org by Sonia. The Story of Brother Paul, as told to a friend in the convent garden, suggested by a picture by Frank Dixie, A.R.A. Dear friend, you question me if I am happy, and I thus reply, How can I be so when my life seems an interminable strife between a pure but earthly love and voices calling from above? You start, my words sound strange and wild, the language of some wayward child, and so you marvel, I forget, the six long years since last we met. You knew me then as Paul d'Estre, you find me brother Paul today. A pale-worn monk, whose life of woes is nearing to a welcome close. Nay, speak not yet, for though I hate my tragic story to relate, here in this convent garden, where the sunlight streams, the flowers are fair, and all around seems breathing balm, as though each restless heart to calm, still I will bear my inmost soul to you, who pity and condole. No lapse of time can ever destroy the hallowed memory of the joy I felt when first I gazed upon the face of Gabrielle Yvonne. Your subtlest words can scarce express the magic of her loveliness. Her guileless eyes and golden hair still haunt my vision everywhere, and in the convent when I paint scenes from the life of some sweet saint, some priceless manuscript to grace, each picture but repeats her face. Our souls were one, we had no thought but for each other, life was naught while we were parted, and I swore fond vows, still cherished as of yore. Our homes, before my father died, lay closely nestling side by side. My castle now with all its lands has passed forever from my hands. And had my pride not met this fall, I would not here be brother Paul. My father died. His life had been a course of recklessness and sin since his young wife had passed away. And for the first time on the day when with vain pomp his limbs were laid within the ancestral chapel's shade, I learned that if our ancient name could be redeemed from scorn and shame, I must at once prepare to roam a ruined exile from my home. But worse than all, my Gabrielle's sire cursed my wrecked fortunes in his ire, and sternly bade me never again set foot within his broad domain. Enough, I left my natal place, but saved our honour from disgrace. Years passed, wherever my footsteps sped, my pencil won me fame and bread and in my paintings you can trace always the same angelic face, for earthly maid almost too fair, with guileless eyes and golden hair. Far from this cloister, years ago, a youth whom erst I used to know, here in loved Normandy, revealed, news he might better have concealed. Thy fair-haired Gabrielle is wed, they lied and told her thou wast dead. I fell beneath this lightning stroke, and from my trance when I awoke, Six months with raving frenzy rife were cancelled from my weary life. Twas then that, cankered by despair, dazed by the world's remorseless glare, I passed within this convent wall to bear the name of Brother Paul. And am I happy now, you ask? Behold me, do I wear a mask? I scourge my flesh, I fast, I pray, but in each moment of each day, between myself and heaven I trace the shadow of a saintly face for earthly maid almost too fair, with guileless eyes and golden hair. One eve, my sorrows to allay, I sought in solitude to pray, 
and while I meekly stood before the sombre abbey's open door, I heard some footsteps lightly fall on the paved walk that skirts the wall, and as I turned, my glances fell upon the face of Gabrielle. Our eyes but for a moment met in one sad gaze of fond regret. Then in dead silence passing on, the woman that I loved was gone. Close by her side she led a child, whose lips angelically smiled, while his small hand was reaching nigh two butterflies that floated by. Ha! Who can guess the yearning pain with which I saw my love again, or who can blame me for the sin of musing on what might have been? With a strange thrill of tender joy I gazed upon the lovely boy, till both his mother's self and he seemed to belong by right to me and fancy tempted me to deem the past a false and evil dream. But reason woke. I passed within the abbey's gloom, and strove to win Christ's pardon for the thoughts that still confused my soul against my will. And now my hapless tale is told. One vision haunts me as of old. One image never will depart, till death shall hush this throbbing heart. And trusting to the love of God, I sleep at last beneath the sod. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.